106 miles to Chicago. We got a full tank of gas. It's dark, and we're wearing sunglasses. Hit it. Our Lady of Blessed Acceleration, don't fail me now. It's time for Drive Radio, presented by Colorado Select Auto Care Centers. Whether you need help diagnosing a problem. I want to ask you a bunch of questions. I want to have them answered immediately. Or just want to learn about all things automotive. Hey, how exactly does a positive track rear on a Plymouth work? It just does. Then you've come to the right place. So start your engines, buckle up, and get ready to ride. Drive Radio starts now on KLZ 560 The Source. All right, good morning. You're listening to Drive Radio. Um, I got Josh here from Legacy in Boulder. Good so, morning. Good morning. It's a beautiful day, isn't it? Yeah, it is. And we're in the radio, and we're in the station. Inside. <laughs> Inside. Yeah, we got Charlie behind the, the glass, our producer, and then we got Larry answering phones. So give us a call if you have any card questions. There's no question stupid, so just call it in. Chances are someone's probably thinking, I need to call in and ask this question. And if you call in and ask it, there you go. Yeah, go. just go for it. Just go for it. And we might have an answer for you. So with that, we already have uh, a caller uh, queued up, and we'll get to him, Arnie, here in, in Foxfield. Um, but I'm going to give the, qu- the phone number out real quick, 303-477-5600. So give us a call. Ernie, how you doing? Well, uh, okay. I, <laughs> I had one question for you. For sure, I was going to get you guys this morning, first thing. And now I have a second question, which occurred since we've been to the grocery store this morning. Okay. First question, I service, I help service, at any rate, my two vehicles and our kids' glass shop vehicles, eight of them, I do the oil changes, okay? Okay. And so I buy cases of oil at a time. Lots of lots of oil and filters, which are all getting really expensive. <clears throat> my question was: I've always bought my Napa oil, uh, 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 synthetic, 530, and gold filters, and I'm going to continue buying gold filters for sure. But one question came up by my son. He he does all our buying at Costco. Kirkland has their 530 synthetic, mm-hmm. full, full synthetic oil at a fairly significant savings even today when Napa's actually got their oil on sale. So my question is how your feelings and you know i was of course i'd been asking john too but you're an oil expert and i have suspicion all these years at extreme and whatever right and and i'm looking at api sn uh being a designation and then sn plus and sl uh and uh what is it i ILSAC, GF5, GF4, yeah, that's, that's from the Kirkland oil, which I guess is Warren Distribution is, the, is where their oil comes from. And the Napa oil apparently comes from Ashland. So I guess 
I'm just saying, what would you think about I I Kirkland personally oil? had no problems with the Kirkland oil. I have one of my techs, he likes to go to Costco and buy the Kirkland oil, and he's running his forerunner for years and no issues with it. Okay. Have you seen anything different? No. Well, today, at a buck and a half a quart for me, is kind of significant. Yeah. Yeah. Difference. If you're buying for a whole fleet, that definitely would yeah. add up real quick. Okay. Well, that's. I'm. I'm glad we have a nice, <laughs> straightforward answer on that one. Here's the. You got time for a second question? You sure. Bet. Go for it. You bet. My '95 Chevy pickup, which I've owned from day one. It has ninety thousand miles on it, but that's neither here or there. Wow. I've had. A problem probably three times in the last 10 years. The last time I had this problem, which I just had at the grocery store, was probably three years ago. GM really were out to lunch. When they decided how to use side mount battery connections the way they do, the negative terminal isn't the problem. The positive terminal has... Two cables, both separate, going to it, stacked up. And a bolt that goes through inch and a half of stacked up connectors into that goofy side mark thing, which the last time I dealt with back about three years ago and over in Parker Depot and the thing, you know, you turn the key and nothing, zip. And I got out there and, you know, worked a little bit with a wrench, tightened down a little more, and everything's fine. And I come home and I take it apart, and there's no corrosion there. But I look at it a lot closer, and those lead, they're threads made out of lead, mm-hmm. and you have less, if I recall right, less than three threads of contact in a very short space in that battery. Now, that's just my observation I, I got the car started at the grocery store. I just went out and said, I don't think I know. And I went out right. with, with a crescent wrench and put it on that goofy little 5 hex, hex head on that bolt. And carefully, you don't want to strip them lead threads out. No. But and you it can. be pretty tight, but there was a little bit of looseness. You know, you could kind of wiggle those a little bit. And so I tightened it down there and, you know, it starts up. So what do you do about that? Well, that's what we've done with like trucks that have a lot of accessories or plows on them is they make one where it has just the small bolt that goes in and holds the main battery cable right. to the truck right there. And then it has threads and a nut on the end of it so you can take all your accessories or whatever else you want to put on that and put it there. So you always can make sure that the batter- the main battery cable is tight and also you want to make sure not, you know, not just the fact that you know, you're running current through the threads of it and on there, but it needs to go against the post. If you look, there's a big round post, oh, yeah, and it kind of mates against little, that. The little fingers got to dig in enough exactly to get the job done, and that's supposed to keep that thing from not wiggling. You right? Yeah, it's supposed to keep it from backing it, out. And 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 it's actually the outer one. I just noticed this. It's it's actually the outer one that had a, that could move a little bit. And so you're saying that you can get a bolt that's got uh, mail threads in it to run another bolt in as a separate, as it's an, a, a separate
separate part of the stack. Yeah, it basically makes a stud coming off of it. So you put your main battery cable to the truck through the main bolt, you know, bolt in just like it, it came from the factory. Right. And then there's a stud coming off of it with a nut and a washer, and you can just load that thing up with, you know, this and is for all the guys that run plow trucks and accessories. A long is, stud. Yeah, a long yeah. stud. My next piece. Yeah, well, it's a long stud, all one piece. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so when you, and one side of it has a, a port where you can wrench it tight. Okay, and then and then the other side is just threaded, and so you just put your stuff on there, and then it has a nut, and you just tighten the nut up, and you can put on there probably six or seven things, you know, if you wanted. Put the first cable on, tighten it down, and then stack the second one on, and then it's got a nut. Yeah, to hold all those together, and that's and that's the way to add accessories or. Yeah. Even if you're having, like you said, you have a bunch of them stacked together, yeah. sometimes I'll break those off. I'll put the main one, you know, that has the rubber shielding around it as, up against right. the battery. And then some of those other ones I'll break off onto the stud and yeah. kind of, and then you can add whatever if you want, KC lights or whatever you yeah. want on your truck. And it'll well, work it's, because it's, that stud second, carries all the, the juice through. Cable. They have the two cables separate. That's all it is, is the other. Right. And then you can cable. Yeah, and you can put that other main cable on that stud. So then you're not trying to run sure. the bolt through both yeah. of them and trying to, you tighten know, them. tighten yeah. them together and trying to get them yeah. compacted close enough that they get current through it. Yeah. And I've tried the longer studs. They have some that are longer, but they don't work that good either. You no, strip they, them out too. They, I always strip it out the yeah. same. Yeah, because <laughs> you're trying to put too many stacking together, and that's not good. So that's the way yeah. he has it is what I was going to suggest too, because they make it that stud. Mm-hmm. It's basically a stud. It is. Yeah, it's all one piece. It's a, but now, the point is, also, if you put the stud in first, you can absolutely maximize the number of threads. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Well, you'll get it. It goes in there deep. Yeah. Well. That that'll be your answer. Yeah. It 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 takes it maximizes the threads. Yep. I suppose if you really get obnoxious, you could go there. And, Carefully run it, tap, and put some more. I don't, who knows how big No, that I don't. Goes, you wouldn't want to do that. that was, Not on a battery. It's too crazy. soft. Yeah. It's yeah. too soft in there. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. It'd have to be molded, I suppose. Yeah. The threads can't be tapped anyway, I'm sure. But. Okay. Okay. So all right. You suppose Napa might have that, do Dad? Yeah, they do. Should, they do. They usually yeah. all have them in stock. Yep. All right. You, guys. All right. Thank you, Arnie. All right, with that, Mark, David, hang in there. We'll be right back. We're going to take a quick break. You're listening to Drive Radio on KLZ 560. Want to keep making your 30-year payment but own in 15 years? Want to be able to access your equity for future needs and not pay for it now? Take AIM, Affordable Interest Mortgage, 720-895-0500. We have been showing Coloradans how to own their home in less time without changing their 30-year payment. Home values are at the highest in their history. Take advantage of being able to access your equity for 10, 20, 30 years without making payments now. Take AIM, 720-895-0500. Worried about inflation? Everything getting too expensive? Learn how to be able to access your equity without having to refinance and pay closing costs over and over and over. Do it once and you're good for 30 years. Affordable interest mortgage, 720-895-0500. Tired of paying too much interest to own your home? Stop! Learn how to lower your total interest cost, 720-895-0500. Locally owned and operated since 2001, and where it's all about you is not just our motto, it's who we are. NMLS 298-191, regulated by DORA. 
For years now, you've heard me talk about Lone Tree Veterinary Medical Center. Hey, this is Scott Watley, and yes, for almost 20 years, Lone Tree Veterinary Medical Center has been taking care of our pets. From medical, grooming, boarding, and even training, Lone Tree Veterinary Medical Center is your one stop for all of your pet's needs. Not only is their facility state-of-the-art, but now you can download the free Lone Tree Vet app and visit their online store for your pet products and pharmacy needs. You can also have your very own pet portal. Plus, don't forget to read their blogs at LoneTreeVet.com. Do you take your dog on hikes? Check out hiking the trail safely with your dog. At Lone Tree Veterinary Medical Center, they believe all pets deserve to have a good life. Call today 303-708-8050 or check them out LoneTreeVet.com. Here are the three C's of high performance in less than 60 seconds. Your engine piston rings must have good compression, which makes good combustion, which saves cash at the pump. But you lose compression when piston rings clog with carbon. Today's engines use low tension rings, which clog much easier, which lowers compression, combustion, and the amount of cash in your pocket with higher fuel cost and expensive repairs. This problem can be fixed as fast as your next oil change. The best service shops use a BG product BG. that cleans the engine and accomplishes the three C's in just 15 minutes. It has three letters, E, P, R, as in engine performance restoration that cleans piston rings and restores compression, which increases and saves you. Find a shop with BG products BG. at bgfindashop.com. That's bgfindashop.com. So, at your next oil change, remember the three C's. You will find more of this in your engine and this in your pocket when you clean your engine with BG. Most of us think of the days when we'll be retired. Have you planned well enough to be able to do the things you love when that time comes? When will you take Social Security? Have you thought about health care during your retirement days? Will you stay in your current home or move to another part of the country or world? These are all questions Al Smith of Golden Eagle Financial will ask you. The only way Al can help you with your financial future is to know what your future goals are. You don't want to be that person that tries to retire only to find themselves back at work because there wasn't enough money to handle all the expenses. Al will stress test your current plan, if you have one, and show what needs to be changed to make sure you achieve your financial goals. Al doesn't just help you with your financial goals either. He'll help you achieve your personal goals as well. That's Al's goal for all of his clients. He wants you to be financially free so you can achieve the things you've always wanted to do. Call Al Smith today at 303-744-1128 or visit our website, drive-radio.com. Okay, we're back, and we have one line open, 303-477-5600. You're listening to Drive Radio on KLZ 560. Mark, thank you for holding. How you doing? Hey, guys. What's Morning. up? Yeah, I have a 2000 F-150. I barely drive it. Maybe every three or four months I'll take it out for a spin, but last couple times it appears that all the rotor brakes are kind of locked kind of smell break and then they're really hot when i stop hmm and but you're only driving like once or two months after it sits for one one or two months you said yeah three or four months not much and it doesn't go away after you drive it for a while because you know as vehicles sit those rotors rust up really bad and and sometimes you get poor braking and they'll get hot too because they're kind of grinding all the rust off of it well yeah. i took it took it down for, you know, 20 miles, and I could s smell them burning all the way, and I was just wondering, uh, 
just work it out, or I don't want to warp the rotors or nothing. Well, you're not going to warp them, I don't think. They're going to get hot because it's friction-based. And the pads, what's happening probably is, you know, when you step on brake pads, they, they, they go against the rotor. And when you release them, the only release is that they have no pressure there. So they're still kind of touching your rotors in a way. And that's why you're smelling that burning. Does yeah, that make sense? I'll, I'll go 20 miles without touching my brakes, and it's like they're on all the time. Or, right, because know, they basically, because just the lack of you being on the brake pressure, they're, the, the pads just kind of, they don't, uh, how do you say this? You know, they're still sitting against the rotor in a sense. Right, they don't have like a return spring to, to yeah, pull them Yeah, to pull off. them away. So they don't actually get away from the rotor. They're still going to be touching the rotor slightly. And so that's what you're probably smelling and hearing. So just drive it a while and see if it goes away? I I would drive it a little bit, you know, drive it more than about 40 miles or so. But the other thing is if it sits a lot, so on the calipers there's what we call slides that are lubed that let the calipers move back and forth. And sometimes on trucks that sit for a long time, those slides will lock up and then the rotor won't, or or, I'm sorry, the caliper won't move back and forth like it's supposed to. And that'll cause it to drag too. Usually you know that's going on when you see one pad that's super thin and the other one's super thick on the front yeah. of it too so what can you can you put a spray or a lubricant on there or hit it with a hammer or usually what like i mean what we do is you know we pull the wheel and pop the caliper off and move the slides back and forth just to make sure that they're they're lubed and working like they're supposed to and that might have to be done every once in a while just because you're letting it sit yeah you know um it wouldn't be bad to do because yeah it's just sitting in there and and, and what probably what's happening is like Josh was saying the rust builds up. It does. Just, it just does. We can't keep that because the metal's cleaned. And now it's just air gets there and moisture, and it just builds up rust. Yeah, I'm a little too old to be doing stuff like this, and I'm going to bring it down to the shop probably. Uh, what would I tell the guy to do or look at or whatever? Just tell them your symptoms, and they'll know where to take it from yeah. there. You know, tell them that, you know, you don't let them know that you don't drive it that much. You know, and then yeah. also let let them know the distance that you're driving it and that you're still getting there. And they'll get it up and they'll be able to see, you know, well, yeah, the calipers are either, they, you know, they're not moving or it's just too much rust. Or sometimes even on the pads, there's a groove in the pads that'll fill full of dust and, and rust and all that stuff and, and kind of cause squeaking in the same other symptoms you're having, too. Very good. Well, thank you. You no bet. Problem. Thank you. With that, we got a couple lines open, 303-477-5600. David. How you doing? Hi, how you guys doing today? Good. Doing good. Yeah. Okay, I'll I'm doing I could be doing better. <laughs> this car situation I have is kind of uh, a trying time. Um <laughs> I'll start at the beginning. I it's a two thousand seven Volvo S forty high mileage. It it began to um have some sort of a air or fuel problem. We're thinking fuel. Um it died uh, sort of intermittently, I would call it intermittently over like a minute or two, the ignition just started to power down and then surge a little bit and then power down, power down, and, and then it uh, shut off. Um, let it sit, start it again, it would drive, and then inevitably uh, 30 seconds later it would do the same thing. Took it to the shop, they said it was the um, CEM computer module. Mm-hmm. 
uh, had blown uh, like 40 codes and that the module was bad. The repair was done, $1,100 for that, and plus 400 to program it, get the car back. Uh, just uh, a trip or two later, the same scenario I just described to you occurred. And then took it back to them. Uh, this time it was the fuel sensor. Uh, replaced that, $400, everything's good to go. Drove it again uh, for a little while. And um, the, same, the same scenario happened again. Took it back to them again. Um, that fuel sensor, I said 400, I think I did. Um, the, took it back to them again. They diagnosed again, said it was the fuel pump. Um, and so replaced the fuel pump for $950. Uh, got the car. My wife got in the car. We're, you know, hoping for the best. Got onto I-25 yesterday. Hopefully no one's mad at us um, going northbound. And uh, the same symptom scenario happened again, and the car died in the center lane of I-25. Mm. And that is scary. That is scary. Mm-hmm. So my issue off the bat, and you guys are going to tell me things that I certainly have no idea about but i think we're chasing parts that didn't need to be replaced because the same thing occurred over and over again yeah it's hard to tell what i would be chasing is grounds i've had volvos where you have a ground that's corroded on it and so it'll start and run just fine for a while and as that ground heats up or the load on that ground comes up it'll start to cause those those issues and that's where i would especially since they've kind of throwing everything at it that's where i would start with that car and okay and it yeah, could be so back by the, I mean, fuel the pump. Likely... it could be back by the fuel pump and then if i remember the s40 has a few over on the shock tower the strut tower over oh, on the do. driver's yeah, side that's right and they kind of break them off there and they're all over the place on modern cars so it's kind of hard to tell which one you kind of isolate the ground by kind of what the fault codes are or what component you think it is and then you start testing yeah. the ground that what components feed that. have in common yeah what yeah. components have feed all so a lot of times you know a lot of components will feed off of one ground and it could yeah. be back by the rear tail light yeah. or not exactly by the component it can be on the other side of the car yeah and so that's what i kind of find components that are the same and might have the same ground and we start chasing that ground first but it's it's a, a bear <laughs> sometimes yeah. to find these problems have you um, been going to the same place well, yeah, to get this I stuff mean, done unfortunately because they said they were going to figure it out hmm. um and now we're you know all those a lot of dollar i mean we did other things because it's an old car mm -hmm. to keep it on the road because we were going to spend this money to fix the cem module first and so at this point we're five grand into a car that's not even close to worth that but we don't that was okay with us because we just needed to get a couple more years into a better car buying market and you know that's it was a utility move for transportation for a while but um yeah my question is i mean replacing all of these expensive components and you guys are talking about just electrical ground issues i mean what 
I don't. I'm having a hard time figuring out how how we get that far down the road in components that might not be bad, and it's just a grounding situation as to what ethically how you guys feel about that. I know you well, guys run shops for a long time. So. Well, here's the question. I mean, when it, when it was happening, did it happen with them when they were driving it, or or did they experience the the the, I'm, the problem I'm you were so having? Glad. So they could test yeah, that I'm component so, at the same time. So I'm so glad that you asked that. Uh, we described to them that they asked particularly when it occurred in the driving uh, trip. And we said, you know, within probably 15 minutes, these things had happened, at least in one of the scenarios. So when they gave the car back this last time with the fuel pump, replacement they said they had driven it but you know they didn't drive it long enough for what occurred on i-25 yesterday to happen and but they knew that that you know that i mean i know that you guys don't have a lot of time coming out of the shop to drive somebody's car to you know loveland basin you know and to see if it's all right yeah but sometimes we have to to take that time to do that and yeah You know, um, but here's what I would do. I would go back to the shop and say, look, can I talk to the owner? Mm-hmm. And I would express to the owner your situation. And, and yeah. you know, I wouldn't tell him, you got to be careful, because if you start telling them how to fix it, they get, they'll get upset. You know, right. we're different, but I think a lot of shop owners, are, they get a little bit of pride. And you start telling them how to fix the car, they're going to tell you, oh, yeah, you think you know everything. But what I would do is go back to him and say, look, what can you do here? Can you just drive my car? I'll give right. you permission to drive my car for for a week right now until you can find out what's going on with it because I just gave you five grand. I need my car fixed, and it's not fixed. And what can we do here? Yeah. That's what I would do because when me, when we had a car come back a second time, I and, and Josh is signaling too. I know he does this because yeah, this is what we t- that's why he's on the show. I would drive the car, and I would drive it. 100 miles if I had to, and I wouldn't let you have it back. I'd give you a free loaner car mm-hmm. or whatever I had to do, and I would drive your car till I got it to die on me, and then I would find the problem. So that's what I would suggest. You go back to the owner and say, look, you need can, what can we do here? Because I would rather you drive my car for a while and, and see what you can find because this is what it does when I drive it and, and see what he do, does. That's what you need to do. Okay. Give him You're that chance. breaking up a little bit. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. I've already I've, I've spoken to him yesterday. He actually, when we were super concerned because it was an emergency situation, all of a sudden we were talking to the owner. Good. So, um, so then okay, they're they're um, offering us a rental car at this point. Should I take him up on that? Take it. I take mean, it. Yeah, because yep. that'll, you know, <laughs> that'll yeah, help him. Yeah, that makes well, it's like. Yeah, but it's like now that makes us more beholden to this guy. We just, you know, at this point, the frustration level is just give us all of our money back sure. and call it good, you know? Yeah. But that's going to be a fight, isn't it? Well, in a way, no. Uh, I think what I would do is if get him involved, let him see what's going on, and then say, you know, and just, you know, I would be humble and say, hey, so did I need these other parts? Right. You know, after they find out what the problem is. They could find out it was yeah. a bad fuel pump again mm-hmm. or something. I don't know. But the fact that they're giving you a rental car, that's a good thing because now they have a urgency to get that fixed because they're paying for a rental car. 
You see what I'm saying? Yeah, They're going to okay. go, oh, I, yep. I can't keep this guy in the rental car just to leave him in it. i got to get this thing fixed. Yep. So that's a good thing that you did that. And this has given them a chance to fix it. And right. then if they don't fix it, now you can say, okay, we got to do something here because I'm going to have to take it to another shop. So then you, yep. now you're in another ball game, and then we could talk about that at that point. But I just hope it doesn't get to that. Let's hopefully he can find right. the problem and make it right. You know, and and yeah. then when he does find the problem, you can go, okay, well, what do we got to do to make it right? Depending on what it is, you know. So right. Well, uh, you guys, what you said, and you're so intuitive about this stuff, that ground situation, because so many things have been replaced, and it's doing exactly the same thing. That makes so much sense to me, because I initially thought, I was like, they didn't fix it. It didn't get fixed because of a wiring harness or something. You know, they're chasing things around that aren't the problem. It's how everything's communicating or impulse, electrical impulses are happening yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Um, but, okay, so the last thing, that, that fuel pump, um, the likelihood of it being bad, I guess, could happen. But I listen to your show a lot. You guys do a great job. And the supply line, supply chain issues are big. The only place they could get this pump on that old 2007 model is uh, was from uh, McDonald, the dealership here yeah. in town, mm-hmm. and it's a genuine Volvo part, and it yeah. was 515 bucks. The likelihood of that being a bad part is pretty low. Wouldn't you say? I would have said that about a year ago, but not now. I'm going back to put a take <laughs> yeah. a, a fuel pump from a brand that I used to trust out of a truck this yeah. afternoon. That's bad, and yeah. and it was from a supplier that I would you know bet a million dollars on, and and it would just having issues yeah. with everything yeah. across the board. So, you know what used to be our logic wow. on it is not the same anymore. David, give them a chance to take a look at it and see what they can do, and and then keep okay. us informed. All right. I will. Okay. All right. yeah, thank you. Thank you. All right, Mike and Parker and David in Colorado Springs, hang in there. We'll be right back. We're going to take a quick break. Napa A Napa guy knows that by the foot, there's no better ride than an old station wagon. Room for six people facing forward, two people facing backward, and a whole lot of luggage, lumber, and bicycles haphazardly strapped to the roof. If you can parallel park that beast, you can park anything. And with some quality parts and a little Napa know-how, you can keep your land ship running longer, stronger. It's not obsolete. It's a rare treasure. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. We live in uncertain times. Energy prices are through the roof. But what can you do? You only have one option for your electrical and natural gas needs. Absolute Electrical Heating and Air can help you keep those costs in line by giving you a free evaluation of your heating, cooling, and electrical demands. They have several ways to save you money, one of which is an infrared test to see where heating and cooling losses may be in your home. Once they do this, they can test and help you determine what can best be done to help reduce those losses and how you can save money. They also have more efficient devices that you can upgrade to that will save you money and make your home more comfortable year after year. So for all of your electrical heating and cooling needs, give them a call today at 720-526-0231 or find them at fixitradio.com or drive-radio.com. That's Absolute Electrical Heating and Air, our major sponsor of Fixit Radio, Drive Radio, and of course, Ready Radio. For quality and service beyond compare, call Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. 
If your engine doesn't leak oil, but you have to add to it between oil changes, where does the oil go? The problem occurs when piston rings clog with carbon and then allow oil to blow by the pistons and burn in combustion chambers. The best service shops use a BG product BG. that cleans the engine in just 15 minutes. Find a shop with BG products at bgfindashop.com. That's bgfindashop.com. It will protect your engine and your pocketbook. Find a shop now. Go to bgfindashop.com. Winter is here and we've seen snow, high winds, and fires. You need to make sure your vehicle is ready for whatever Mother Nature throws at you. Let Extreme Auto Repair get you ready for anything that may come your way. With supply chain issues affecting everything we purchase, make sure you don't delay in getting whatever you need for your car or truck done before it's too late. They service all makes and models of vehicles, and they specialize in diesel repair. Don't forget, they also sell tires, and Cooper tires are at their cost. Don't be that person who waits until the last minute to get their vehicle ready. Get into Extreme Auto Repair now. Find them at drive-radio.com. That's drive-radio.com, or call 303-841-1071. That's Extreme Auto Repair. You want to protect your classic car in the event of an accident on the way to a car show or a surprise Colorado hailstorm. But you shouldn't insure your classic car the same way you'd insure your everyday vehicle. Paul Lanigro and his team at Group Insurance Analysts will get you the right coverage for your classic car. Just like with any other form of insurance, Paul and his team at GIA will shop the entire market at no extra charge, hunting for the right coverage at the best price. Remember, GIA works for you, not a specific insurance company, so they have more options. Unlike other forms of insurance, though, you should not insure your classic car based on cash value. You've put a lot of work into that car, so the real value far exceeds the book price. GIA will make sure your vehicle is insured up to a stated value to protect your investment. Get the right insurance from GIA. Call 303-423-0162. Okay, we're back. I just want to thank you guys for holding. I appreciate that. So who's next up? Is it Mike from Parker? How you doing, Mike? I'm good. How about you? Good. Thank good. you for holding over that break. No worries. Thank you for taking my call. Sure. Uh, my question regards some oil consumption. I have a 99 Honda CRV. Mm-hmm. We've owned it since it was brand new. It has 315,000 miles on it. Uh, after it was, uh, we broke it in real well. We only used Mobile One in it and just recently changed to Schaefer Synthetic, full synthetic. And when I change the oil, it will start using oil. Um, not a tremendous amount, maybe a quarter every 500 to 1,000 miles. Once the oil gets somewhat dirty, it totally uh, quits consuming oil. That's pretty common it, with those Hondas. I've, yeah. I've seen it, it before. It is. Okay. Um, what I would do, have you been running the BG EPR in that motor? I, ha- I have, but not real consistently. I would step it up on the consistency because I work on a lot of those, and I own the 2000, which is a different motor, but I always run that EPR, and I've had a lot better luck with putting the EPR in there because it's always the oil control rings on Hondas. They get clogged up and sticky, 
and they so they don't wipe the walls as much. So when you got the th- the new oil, the clean oil, it seems to slide right past it. And as soon as that oil gets a little dirty, it doesn't slide, you know, past it as much. And so you do get less consumption with those. But I have found EPR to be the trick on those. And every oil okay. change run do an EPR. All right. When I do the EPR, like like I said, I, I use uh, you know pretty high end synthetic. Mm-hmm. Should I pull the synthetic out of it and just put a regular oil in it and run the EPR through it and then no, dump with, that? With the EPR, you just pour it in right before you do the oil change and let it run for 15, That's 20 what minutes. I've done in the past. Yeah. Okay. And great. you want that synthetic because what you're doing is you're breaking everything up. And right. those synthetic oils have, I feel, more detergent. And the yeah. detergent grabs all those particles that you just broke up, and they'll ride out with, you know, with the oil when you drain it. Okay. All right, well, I'll just go ahead and start doing that every time I change oil. Sounds good. That'll be good. Okay, thank right. you for your help. Thank, thank you. you. All right, with that, let's go to David from Colorado Springs. How are you doing, David? Hey, doing pretty good. All right. Um, question for you, uh, two things, actually. The first one I just thought of. So I hear BG products advertised on, the, um, uh-huh. on your station. It, w- what is that? You want to? So BG is like um, Lucas Oil or any of those other products out There's there. There's a lot of them out There's there. A, yeah, they, they have everything from they make their own oils to all kinds of different chemicals, you know, uh, fuel injection cleaners, oil additives, um, you name the product. Coolant. Coolant. Yeah. Flush kits, and then they have Break coolant fluids. additives. They yep. have stop leaks that I don't recommend too much. But they have a lot of yeah, different chemicals that, that help help the vehicle. Mm-hmm. Pardon? Okay. So yeah, sold that in uh, Yeah. You know, if they change oil or something and, and they have, you know, put, you know, go to a place that does the BG. Right. You know, is it a cleaner or they just add it to the oil? It depends on which product. So usually what we do um, with an oil change is we'll change the oil and we'll put what's called an MOA, a motor oil additive, in it. And it helps maintain the oil. You know, it's kind of an extra protection package that you put in with the oil. But... Like with the the collar just before, if we do an oil change on a car that's like real, the oil is really dirty. We put a, a product called EPR in it, and you pour it in before the oil change. You run it through the motor, and it helps clean up all those deposits in the motor, so that when you do the oil change, the oil will come out with all the extra you know deposits. And you that run it, it for like twenty minutes. Before yeah, fifteen an oil change. twenty minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Like what we do is we put it oh, in okay. the oil. And then we drive the car around for a little bit and then come back in and change the oil. Exactly. And and then, yeah, like he says, that just cleans everything out. And you can get all these products. You could do them yourself, some of them. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can get them at Napa, so. Okay. Yeah. So uh, the the other question is, you know, I heard you guys talk about the top-tier gas and everything, and I was reading an article in Consumer Reports, and they said, yeah, you want to run top-tier gas. Yes. Um, so is there a top-tier diesel um, so I have a diesel truck, and if there's not a top-tier diesel, how's the best place to know you're getting fresh diesel? You know, I've heard people say, go to a place that sells a lot of diesel. <laughs> how do you know which station does that? I, I always tell people to go to the truck stops yeah. because those guys make a living on that fuel. Yeah. And if, you know, a trucker goes down for bad fuel or, or contaminated fuel, <laughs> they'll find out real quick. And those tanks are getting changed all the time because they're running through tons of it you know it's always the small mountain gas stations or or other gas stations where they buy like a year's supply worth of diesel that sits for a year that i've had issues with oh okay 
Yeah, that's a good point. Okay. And, you know, so, top-tier stations sometimes has it, but you got to make sure that they have people that come to them a lot. Right. Because diesel fuel, you got to get you, you got to go through it. Mm-hmm. You don't want it sitting around. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So I know some of the truck stops tend to be a little higher in price, but I guess that's better fuel. The way it goes. Yeah. So yeah. So do you go from on the gas station side, or you drive through the truck side? That was a debate we were having the other day with one of my employees. He just drove his diesel cross country, and he's like, "I always go over to." He goes over the truck side with it. You usually kind of get a dirty look when you show up with a yeah. small pickup truck on the trucker side. But yeah. but that fuels, I think it's the same fuel, and I'm pretty sure they're probably pumping out of the same tank. Yeah, I'm sure they are. They don't. I don't think they're going to make different tanks, so that gets expensive. It does. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, All right. That's, uh, my, thank you for the and, answers. And I always found the good thing with diesel is you can tell pretty soon if you got a, a you know the quality of the diesel by yeah. the the drop in power okay yeah and another thing they do oh, have okay. bg has some diesel Two, uh, products that you can put in your diesel to help your fuel yeah and the, it's called 245 we poured oh, yeah. in and all ours and i love that product it's great yeah and you, you every tank full you put that in you don't have to do it every tank full you but know but i'd say every about third. every other yeah every every two or three yeah at least once a quarter okay. i mean it depends on how much fuel you burn but yeah okay all right 245 245 Okay. You can find that at Napa. All right. Well, thank you very much. All right. Okay. All right. With that, Mike, um, if you can hold on, we do have two lines open, 303-477-5600. You're listening to Drive Radio on KLZ 560. Your roof is one of the most important parts of your home and yet is one of the most neglected. We all tend to think it'll last forever without any maintenance or repairs until a hail or windstorm comes around and does damage to your roof. The problem with that mentality is it's wrong. Do you know that RoofMax is a product that can rejuvenate your roof and give you up to five to seven years of additional life? Do you know that the application can be done more than once so that the life of your roof can be extended for up to 15 years? The reason shingles break with wind and hail is because they're dried out and brittle. RoofMax is an organic product that rejuvenates your asphalt shingles, making them more flexible and durable at the same time. Call Dave Hart today and get your roof inspected. It's a no-obligation inspection that will tell you what condition your roof is in and what can be done to extend the life of your roof, which, in the end, saves you money. Call Dave Hart at 303-710-6916 or visit our website, fixitradio.com or drive-radio.com. At Napa, we're always trying to make the great parts we sell even better. From the bacteria-killing surface on our cabin air filters to our revolutionary new Adaptive One brakes. And every Napa part is covered by a warranty good at any of our 6,000 Napa Auto Parts stores. Yeah, maybe you don't get this at your average auto parts store, but we've spent the last 80 years making sure we were anything but average. Go to NapaOnline.com for a location nearest you. Napa, get the good stuff. You're driving down the road and out of nowhere comes a bang. A huge rock just hit your windshield and now you have a star in your windshield. We all know the chip can be fixed, but who is the best? Who has the best resins that keep developing them to work with the newest windshields? That would be Novus Autoglass. Novus, which is the Latin word for innovate, invented windshield repair in 1972 and it still leads the industry in cutting edge technology. Backed by more patents than any other repair and replacement company, while other glass 
glass repair services offer limited warranties, or worse, none at all. You can trust the original Novus Pros to stand behind their work with a full refund that you can use towards a windshield replacement for the life of your windshield. Find a Novus location near you by going to our website, drive-radio.com. Just click on the Novus link. That's Novus Autoglass, a proud sponsor of Drive Radio. Top auto manufacturers admit that today's high-tech engines on average can use a quart of oil every thousand miles. Why? To meet the government's fuel economy mandates, they use the faster-moving low-tension piston rings that can clog quickly, reducing power, causing poor fuel economy. The performance oil service from BG Products cleans piston rings and restores the fuel system. And it's backed up with lifetime protection for the engine. Ask your service advisor about the BG Performance Oil Service or go to BGFindashop.com. That's BGFindashop.com. You are responsible for making sure that you are properly insured, but you're not alone. While Paul Leuenberger believes in personal accountability, he wants to make sure he's setting you up for success as your home and auto insurance agent. Paul will teach you about how you can save money on your premium while being fully covered in case of a loss. Your insurance should be for emergencies, not petty cosmetic issues. Insurance is not a coupon, your bank account, or for maintenance. Paul Lewinberger will tell you that your insurance is for emergencies. And when you work with Paul, you'll be rewarded for your diligence. Ask him about their incentivizing rebate program. Take a higher deductible and take responsibility. It's just one of the ways they can afford to keep their rates low. Take control of your life. Take responsibility for your insurance coverage. Call Paul Lewinberger with American National Insurance now at 303-662-0789. That's 303-662-0789. Okay, we're back. You're listening to Drive Radio. We've got two lines open, 303-477-5600. And Mike and Parker, how you doing, Mike? Yeah. How you doing? Good. Good. What's up? Uh, I've got a uh, coolant leak. There's no sign of any coolant leakage, but it's going down. And uh, I, I got online, looked at the, I have a Volkswagen Touareg uh, 3.0 turbo diesel. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's, there's two things they say, either the EGR valve or there's a high-pressure vacuum-controlled coolant valve mm-hmm. that could be leaking. I have no idea, and I'm, I'm not sure that I want to take it to my, the guy that I use. I usually go to Extreme Automotive, but this, you know, this turbo diesel is a totally different animal than most everything else on the road, so I'm not sure where to go. Well, you could take it to them because I know them. <laughs> I used to own that place, and I know Danny can fix that anything like that. Um, but anyway, yeah, you're probably right on the right track. Yeah, I mean, it really does sound like that. It's usually a EGR cooler. Yeah. 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 That's that's what every that's what most of them are saying. But this one again. Anyway, so I'm just trying to just trying to find because it's like, and I think it's going to be real expensive to get it repaired because it's. I, I looked in there. I can't see in the valley. Uh, that you can't see down in there. No. Any any cool and there, but there's no no sign of any leakage anywhere. And it's, it's driving me crazy, and I. You know, I don't want to get rid of the car because I, no. I love the car. And, 
you know, but I'm, I'm thinking if, if it's going to be too expensive to fix, I, I'll probably get rid of it. But you don't know that until you get right. down there and get an estimate on it. Yeah, I know. I know. Yeah. Well, and, I've, been going, I've been going there. Uh, I've been going there before you bought the shop, Dennis. Oh, when it was Burns? Yeah. Yeah. I've been going there ever, ever since then. So I've been, I've been a regular customer there for, forever. But just with the, and they do all my service work on it and all my truck as well. But uh, on doing this engine thing, I just like, oh, maybe there's somebody else I should take it to. So you think they'd be good to take it? Oh, yeah, care they of? would. They would. They can handle that. I, I know Danny. He's my shop foreman there forever, and and he's pretty good on those. Because I used to make them work on everything, you know. So okay. that's not a problem. And and also, you know, since you've been a good customer, you know how I was. I mean, you you, you used to talk to Mike. At, yep. Yeah, and yep. he would if you said, Mike, can you help me out with this? You know, sometimes if you ask, you know, if a customer asks, you know, you never know. They might say yes, and just say, you know, I've been a long time customer. Isn't there something you guys can do to help me out with this? And can you check yeah. with Sean, who's the manager, and see what they can do? Yeah. No, I actually have talked to Sean. He's a really nice guy, by the way. And, yeah. and Mike isn't there anymore. I don't know if you knew that or not. Pardon me? Mike is not there anymore. Right. Yeah, but Dave is there. Yeah, David. Yeah. I, yeah. 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 No, just ask no, anybody no, who answers, the, you know, whoever's working with you. Just say, hey, can you guys look into it? I've been a longtime customer, and this seems a little expensive. Is there any break I can get or anything? Just asking, yeah. you know, and see what yeah, they can do. Yeah, no. You got yeah. that right. Okay. All right. Thanks a lot, guys. Yeah, Appreciate thanks for calling. You. you bet. Yeah, because you never know. You know, yeah. I'm, I mean, I hate to, you know, but I don't want to see a customer go somewhere else. That's my thing. So, all right, we got two lines open, 303-477-5600. Randy, how you doing, Randy? Oh, can't say I haven't been better, but not too bad. Good. What can we do for um, you? I have a, an 06 Chevy Cobalt. Uh, it's got a 2.4 non-DVT, and uh, recently I had uh, some slippage in the timing chain. Mm-hmm. Uh, luckily, it happened right at startup, so the engine itself didn't actually start. So it's just, you know, uh, starter motor torque um, at the time of the slip. Uh, so I took it all apart, took the, valve, took the valve cover off, and I noticed one rocker was broken, um, but everything else looks good. And I put a straight edge across the top of the valve springs, and everything looks like, the, the, especially the one where the rocker was broken, that valve looks like it's fully seated and closed. Um, and I know it's an interference engine, so I guess my, my question is, is it worth it for me to pull that head off and, and check and see if, if that valve is damaged? Or should I just replace the timing chain and uh, sprockets? And i got a kit that has all the guides and everything in it. And uh, replace that rocker and uh and see what happens or the third option is do a leak down test on that cylinder yeah so what okay there's a tool out there you'll find them on amazon or wherever yeah. and what you do is you put that cylinder at top dead center for that cylinder and you put compressed air down in there and you can see if that valve is bent because it'll come out if it's an intake valve it'll come out your intake if it's an exhaust valve it'll come out the exhaust or if it's not you know if you don't have any issues you'll have you know, 80. no leak down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. an 80% leak down. Or yeah. Le- yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. No, you're right. You, get a, you always get a teeny bit of blow bias. So. You yeah. always do, yeah. But there's a kit out there that you a tool that you use. It's called a leak down tester. And mm-hmm. and because you don't want to put full pressure on that right. compressor. You know, right. you don't want to put 150 pounds on that thing. That's not good. <laughs> yeah. Right. So, so you do the so leak down a, tester, and then it'll a, tell you how much leak down you have. 
and and okay. then like he said you start you go to the intake and listen for it or you go to the exhaust and listen for it and yeah. and okay. you know take your radiator cap off and see if, if you have yeah. a bad head gasket yeah, or, yeah. or whatever you water think you blown have. through yeah right right yeah just if you do that okay. don't stand by the radiator because right. you, you will get wet <laughs> right. yes. yeah okay so the, the leak down kit it, it just you pull the spark plug and i guess it has a fitting that goes down in there yeah it has like it a allows it to yeah to read pressure and put pressure in at the same time yeah so yes. you, you fill the fitting and then there's a, okay. a gauge set you so you have two gauges you have a gauge that shows how much pressure it's pushing in and then basically a gauge that shows the return pressure on it and that's or how you're leakage in, or the leakage uh, exactly yeah yeah okay yep all right yeah, well, that saved me, hopefully, from having to do a head gasket and all that stuff. It would. Yeah, and, and the tool's a lot cheaper than a head gasket kit and your labor and all that, too. Yeah. So. And it would just tell right, you if your right. valves, and if if it has a, uh, if they're sealed, it'll be really good because then you'll know you don't have to deal with it. And I would run all right. four cylinders. Yeah, I would check just, them all. Just because yeah. you have yeah, one that's well. broke doesn't mean that another one didn't get kissed as it, yeah. you know, jump yeah, time. Right. And so if you run all four and they're all in good shape, then put it back together and... Yeah. And drive it but if oh, not yeah. then you know you have what you have oh. to do also before i forget i there's one little piece of that rocker that was missing i'm guessing it probably fell down into the pan uh probably worth pulling the pan off to check and see if i can find that little piece or just yeah. make sure that the valley is clear and and on the two four you know you have the kind of the upper chain and the lower chain where the water pumps at that cover there you could also, instead right. of, if you don't want to pull the pan, if it's a little bit more work, you can just take a magnet and you can actually get down in the pan and fish around yeah. in there and see what you can drag out. But you can, okay. they, got, they have um, uh, magnets that are kind of long mm-hmm. and they kind of bend and you can yeah. slide it in there. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Good deal. All right. Sounds like a plan. Thank All you, right. gentlemen. Thank you. Um, okay, let's go ahead. Ken? How you doing, Ken? This is Ken. I'm doing well. How are you guys? All right, good. good. We have like a minute and a half, if you can. Okay. I have a very quick question for you then, I think. Uh, okay. I've got a 19, 1966 Triumph TR4. Okay. Actually, it's 1963. I'm sorry. I've had it since 66. And uh, I have the uh, transmission out, and I'm um, doing some other, other work on it. But I'd like to take the transmission somewhere and have someone just kind of go through it kind of open it up and, and uh, just replace things that are worn. It's a, it's a kind of an odd transmission. It's electric overdrive. Right. And not everybody in the world, not everybody in the world knows how to work on those uh, vehicles, being British, of course. And I just want to know if you have any recommendation for uh, who you might recommend for uh, taking a look at that. You're up there. Yeah, <laughs> you're up have, on that one. I don't have anybody. I, probably the best would be to email John or text John. I would think. Yeah, here's the thing. Are you having any problems with it? No, uh, actually, uh, I took it out because I was going to replace the uh, clutch. Mm-hmm. I was having a little bit of uh, clutch issues, and uh, got it out. One thing led to another. I never never got the job all done, and but I I think the transmission is probably in pretty good shape. It's just that I need, I, I really like to have someone look at it while I've got it out. Because, you know, when you take those out, you have to go through the passenger's compartment right? and all. And it's it's not a piece of cake. And I figured since I've got it out, it'd be a good time to uh, have somebody go through it. Yeah, I would email John and see if he knows anybody, if you could do that. Okay. okay. I'm sorry, because I, the only thing is I would say is I wouldn't do anything to it if... 
other than change the fluid and see if there's anything that comes out, you know, that uh -huh. is metal or okay. anything, you know. But, okay. yeah, I don't know anybody. Yes. Yeah, it's pretty tough in these days to find somebody that knows how to work on the right. car that old, yeah. especially a British car. So. Right. All right. Thanks again for calling in. And with that, we got three lanes open, 303-477-5600. But don't call us till we come back from this long break. Thank you. Still haven't had enough? Go to drive-radio.com. Email your questions and comments. Download previous programs and find lots of useful information, including your nearest Colorado Select Auto Care Center. That's drive-radio.com. Thanks for listening to Drive Radio, sponsored by the member shops of Colorado Select Auto Care Centers on KLZ 560.